BYU Cougar basketball is back in action. Gideon George will hand off on the wing right side. Block will send out to Gideon. Big three. Got it! Gideon George for three. Let's get you ready to root on the boys in blue. This is Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Cougar Pregame Live is brought to you by Mountain America Credit Union. Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. And now, here's your host, Jason Shepard. Good evening, BYU basketball fans. Welcome once again into Cougar Pregame Live. It's presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Tonight, it's a big one. The BYU Cougars welcoming 8th-ranked Gonzaga to the Marriott Center. This one always an exciting one because of the energy that facing the Bulldogs brings out inside the arena. Here's the good news. BYU coming off a bounce-back victory at San Diego where they beat the Toreros by 20. And I'm certainly not saying that blowing out USD translates to beating Gonzaga, but after losing to LMU a week ago tonight, the last thing BYU wanted was to be riding a two-game losing streak and trying to snap it against the Zags. Now, the Cougars sit overall at 13-6. and They are 2-1 and in the WCC after beating San Diego, as I mentioned. Fusene Traore, who, by the way, you'll hear from coming up in just a second, Foose was the game's leading scorer with 15 points, scoring in double figures for the 13th time this season. Rudy Williams, Atiki, Ali Atiki, and Spencer Johnson were the other three Cougars to finish in double figures. And by the way, Atiki's 12 points, that was a career high. He looked really, really good against the Toreros. Now, Gonzaga, as I mentioned before, ranked 8th in the country and have won 9 games in a row. The Zags right now 14-3 and and a perfect 3-0 and in the WCC. Gonzaga got a big scare for USF last week, but scored the winning hoop with seven seconds remaining to win on the hilltop by two. The Bulldogs' three losses have all come against ranked teams, or at least ranked at the time. They've dropped games to Texas, Purdue, and Baylor. They've beaten ranked teams in Kentucky and Alabama. So that's kind of the resume that Gonzaga is bringing into the Marriott Center tonight. Despite everyone in the conference hoping he'd head to the NBA, Drew Timmy is back, still leading the Zags. He leads the Zags in points and rebounds at 22 points and eight boards. And it's not just Timmy shooting the ball well. Gonzaga is the best shooting team in the country. As a team, the Zags shooting 52% from the field, and they average 86 points per game. Coach Mark Pope talked about it this week during media availability. He knows how good of a shooting team this is. He's pleading with his uh, with his team to make sure that they are guarding these guys and not giving them open looks as they certainly don't need any help in shooting the basketball. BYU trails the all-time series 7-23 and and are 3-8 and eight against the Bulldogs in the Marriott Center. BYU's last win over Gonzaga was February 22nd of 2020. That was a 91-78 victory when the Zags were the number two team in the country. Since then, the Bulldogs have beaten the Cougars in five straight. All right, with so much turnover in the offseason, there's really only a handful of guys on the roster who've actually faced Gonzaga before, but one of those players is Fusene Traore. I asked Coach Pope earlier this week where Fus's impact is most notable on the floor. It was also a question I posed to Fus himself, and I asked him what he thought Coach Pope said and how he would answer that question. Uh, not like it's been like one coach been talking to me about it defensively, you know. He said I have to be able to guard like a guard, be able to guard one through five, you know. 
I feel like that's one of the things I'm trying to improve. That might be one of the case. That is exactly what Coach Pope talked about, was your ability said, you know, when you started out, you were guarding like a big man. Yes. But he wants you to be able to switch with all five positions, yeah. and he's been really impressed with how you have, how your game has changed defensively to be able to do that. What do you feel like has been the change? Is it just hard work, or is there something else? No, I would say probably for sure it's hard work because, you know, like, you bump into the 7-5 guy every time, you know, like, that's what coach always say, you know. He said, Fuchs, you're going to be standing around like a 7-5, you know. I feel like, yeah, that's one of the things I have to be able to do, you know, to be able to be ready for the next level, be able to guard a point guard, a guard, you know, a shooting guard, you know. I feel like it's a lot of work, but I'm improving like this. He's been helping me a lot and also, like, helping my team. So, so we don't have to rotate that much, you know. You obviously have to be athletic to be able to do that on defense. Do you think that the defensive side of things and, and working on that has helped you on the offensive end? Oh, yeah, it did a lot because defensively, one of is super hard defense. But I feel like offensively, it's super hard. It's, you just get with the game flow, you know. Everything is just easy and offensively, but defensively, yeah. That's one of the things. That's one of the hardest part. Yeah. Because able, be able like to guard one through five, you just gonna have your offense easy, you know. How do you feel the season has gone for you overall to this point? Yeah, I think so. It's been good. We have a couple of rough games, but besides that, yeah, we we trying to figure it out now. I think so. Like it's been really good, you know. Like the team wise, we trying to understand each other, and I feel like now I'm super. I'm super confident with my team. Well, and you guys have had to deal with injuries to some yeah. key players, and you guys have had different starting lineups. The fact that you guys have been able to get on a roll with all that going on, what do you think that says about you guys as a team? Now, it was just like, like because that can just see like how, how good we are. We, we're not like in our best yet, but I think so, like going on that way, playing as a team, because nobody can do it by himself and this team. That's the problem, you know, we all need each other. If one try to do by himself, no way we we winning, you know. But doing as a team, that's how we we like we can go super far. You guys were able to avoid the two game streak, getting the, the dominating performance at San Diego. How big was that for you guys to, after you had a disappointing loss in LMU to be able to come back and not just win, but really control that game? No, it was actually sweet because after we watched LMU game, you know, like we just didn't play as hard, you know, like. LMU defense was just standing like they wouldn't do anything. They were just standing, you know, we didn't punish them. And Coach said we just have to be able to do, do this couple things. If we do that, we're going to dominate anything. That's what we do, like keep moving offensively, you know, like don't be just standing like we have to make defense work a little bit, you know. And that's what we did against San Diego State. The game was just super easy. Well, and now you get Gonzaga coming in. They're the eighth-rate team. You're actually one of the few players on this roster who've actually faced Gonzaga before. Do you tell your teammates who haven't faced them kind of what they're in for when you face a team like Gonzaga? No, nah, I'm actually I'm super excited. I'm super excited to go against Drew team, you know. Yeah. I still remember what he did to me. He just, he just like owed me last year, you know. I'm just going to make sure that won't happen this year, you know. I'm going to try to get my vengeance, you know, and for sure we're going to win here. Eh? Was that, that matchup, is that something that's fueled you, you know, going into the offseason and this year? I mean, is that something that's been on the back of your mind, yeah, looking that, for this matchup? That's been in the back of because, like, sometimes I even watch his film, you know, how he do all his post stuff, you know. Like, I'm learning a lot from him, but he's a, he's a really good player. But I'm super excited to go against him this year. 
obviously it's a sellout. Everybody knows what the environment is like at the Marriott Center in a big game. And then when it's a team like Gonzaga, it gets ramped up even more. How excited are you for the the environment that you're going to get to play in? Oh, no, it's going to be super crazy, but I, I can't wait. I am super excited about it. It's going to be a super fun game, man. You know, the rock will always bring it, you know. It's nice. It's going to be it's going to be crazy. I can't wait. Well, and this will be the last time that you guys will get Gonzaga at home before going into the Big 12. So this could be one that you guys get to sit on for a while and enjoy. Well, that's for sure. That's true. Yeah, we got to win that one. Yeah, <laughs> especially this is the last home game of with Gonzaga. But I'm super excited. Boosh, thank you so much for the time. Good luck against the Zags. Thank you. I appreciate it. It's going to be fun. Always love talking with Foose. Uh, good insight. I thought the stuff he was talking about in regards to uh, remembering exactly what Drew Timmy did to him last year and how he's looking to get his vengeance tonight, I, I thought that was – look, we, we talk about these matchups, and when you never know um, in, in, when something like that happens how a player is going to respond. And I love to hear Foose talk about how you know he spends time watching film on Drew Timmy and he remembers what he did and he, he tries to emulate what he sees and he's looking forward to a matchup like this tonight to see you know how he stacks up you know, against uh, against you know the best player on the on the Gonzaga team. I, I really liked hearing that and and how much it fueled him um, after the matchup last year to try and get better. So it's uh, it's good to hear uh, from one of the Cougars as they uh, have this big matchup tonight against Gonzaga. All right, coming up next, we'll head next door to the Marriott Center courtside conversation with Mark Durant coming your way next as we get you ready for BYU and number eight Gonzaga on the new skin BYU Sports Network. Here's Jason Shepard with more Cougar Pregame Live on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Gonzaga Bulldogs, the eighth-ranked team in the country at the Marriott Center tonight. BYU and the Zags coming your way in just about uh, about an hour or, so, or excuse me, about, yeah, about 35 minutes or so. Uh, welcome back into Cougar Pregame Live, presented by Mountain America, the official credit union of BYU Athletics. Time for our courtside conversation. We will head to the Marriott Center for that. And we are joined, as always, by the great Mark Durant. Hi, Mark. How are you tonight? Jason Shepard, I'm doing fantastically. And, uh, man, here we go. This is cool. Got the Zags in the house. Yeah. I'm excited about this one. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be a fun one. And uh, I don't know about you. Were you surprised that Gonzaga was only a four-point favorite? Yeah. Uh, yes, yes, yes. I mean, Gonzaga is awesome. They're always awesome. It's depressing how awesome they always are. I mean, I, I guess they're not as awesome as they have been. And, and, you know, I mean, it's it's minimal. But you mentioned, I think, on the show already, you know, last week they went on the road, beat San Francisco by two, beat Santa Clara by five. Those are good wins. But, you know, this is a team we're used to going, and, you know, they win, they win each game by 20, 25. And they do have three losses. Um, they're all the really good teams. But, you know, they kind of got blown out a little bit in those losses. So the point is, it's kind of like uh, Rocky Four with the uh, Drago, the, the greatest of right? the Rockies, in my opinion. But, but at the at the start of the movie, he was un, unbeatable. But then, 
uh, you know, he got hit and he started to bleed, and then you uh, he can mm-hmm. actually bleed. Yep. So maybe you can see that Gonzaga can actually lose games and bleed, but that's not to say you're not still fighting Drago, right? I right. Mean, you, you, he can demolish you. Uh, and so, you know, it's going to be a great environment. BYU's playing its best basketball, I think, notwithstanding the LMU loss, and, and they're at home, and who knows what can happen. But this is still a really, really good Gonzaga team. Drew Timmy is just phenomenal. I can't say enough good things about him. And, and they've got a great supporting cast, you know, Strother and uh, the whole crew. Again, it's it's just clockwork every year. Coach Few puts together an amazing team, and they've got another one. Well, look, I – it's it's crazy how you can come up with such an amazing analogy as the Rocky Four because <laughs> I just happened to see the, the entire BYU basketball team running up Wine Mountain, and when they got to the top, they yelled Gonzaga. So, I mean, <laughs> they all had full beards at the time. It, they're clearly gone now, but, you know, you gotta you got to work right. it in. And they were chasing chickens around the, 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 yep. the Wilkinson Center. Yep, that's right. <laughs> all right, well, let's, here, let's go back to the win over San Diego really quick. Because after a loss, and referring to the LMU loss, you always want to see how a team responds. And I thought BYU responded quite nicely at San Diego. I, I like the mentality they had. I like the fact that they kind of took control and never really let up. What areas got your attention in that win over the Toreros? Yeah, I was impressed with that game as well. And, and, and I like the, you know, a lot of times BYU will get in trouble because they let teams uh, get going early get hot early and they get you know feeling confident thinking this is our night we're gonna we're gonna get BYU we, we're feeling it and BYU just took away any hope that they had right off the bat and they, they came out and played very very well and uh, got that lead and, and another thing you know they, they didn't really let them back in I mean there were some minor runs but it was net the, the game was never in question and not, that surprised me because San Diego's you know they're a decent team they're at home They've beaten BYU in that, that gym before. It was the last time BYU was going to come to that gym. You know, they had a lot of reasons to think that they could compete against BYU. They just, BYU just lost to LMU. I mean, why, why would the Toreros not think they'd have a good chance? But BYU just squashed all of that right off the bat. And and I think in a lot of the the bigger games for BYU that they've had, the Creighton game and uh, Utah and, and those, that the, even the San Diego State game on the road, which they lost, I mean, they came out against the best teams, really aggressive and confident. That's what you're going to have to do against Gonzaga tonight because it, it's the opposite for Gonzaga, right? They they, they don't want to make let BYU think that they're going to have a good night. They're gonna, they don't want BYU to have a good start to, to believe and get the, the fans going and the crowd going. They want to just squash any hope BYU has. So those first four or five minutes will be important in this game. But, yeah, I mean, I think, I think BYU showed a lot and they've continued to show a lot where it seems like they're down and, and almost out, and then they come back and, and really play good basketball. That song, by the way, in the background at the Marriott Center gets me even more pumped up because that's, uh, that's one I've been listening to a lot lately at the gym from uh, Post. I know you probably listen to it as well. Post Malone, Ozzy Osbourne, and Travis Scott there in the background. It's a good musical <laughs> choice tonight at the Marriott Center. Yeah, well, uh, you know, I was, I was on uh, with uh, Tyson jackson the bahamas and he was like telling me that an elvis song was johnny johnny cash and so i, I feel a little bit like tyson i you know i know those <laughs> names but i have no idea what this song is jason that's okay but just know it's awesome <laughs> just know it's awesome um so okay the tv broadcast at san diego talked a lot about atiki and, and how impressed they were with him 
And as I mentioned before in the previous segment, he finished with 12 points, which were a career high. He also had the three rebounds and two assists. We've obviously talked about him occasionally, but I don't know if we've really gotten into his play this season in depth. How do you feel he's coming along in his second season as a Cougar? I think he's coming along well. I mean, we talk about it a lot that he's still pretty raw and pretty inexperienced in basketball years, but uh, I think the more time he gets, the more comfortable he's out on the floor. They've kind of developed that play for him where, you know, it's a good play for him where he sets that high screen and then rolls, and if there's any opening there, it's tough to guard. He can go up and get a dunk, and that, you know, dunks give you confidence, and he's a great shot blocker, has really good timing and a sense of uh, help side defense to block shots, and I think these are the games that Atiki really is valuable for BYU uh, because they've got a lot of size and you know without a guy like Atiki to kind of throw in the mix there it makes it very hard BYU's generally undersized but Atiki is a guy who has the size and athleticism of these major you know programs really good programs so when you could put it even it just having his body out there I think it helps this team be competitive uh, against uh, against Gonzaga, and then you throw in the fact that he's you know he's playing better, and uh, he, he's got some good post moves. He's a good rebounder, block sh- shot blocker. I mean, he, he's he's going to be critical to tonight's success because, uh, as you know, I mean Gonzaga's had one amazing big man after the other, yep. and uh, you know I was, I was thinking about all the names, you know Sabonis and Olenek and Sacre and Timmy, and I mean and. Holmgren. I mean, it's just been ridiculous. And so you need some big, strong guys to, to kind of throw at those guys because they're, they're pretty darn good. Barring the Zags joining the Big 12, which apparently is still out there. I know Big 12 Commissioner Brett Yormark had mentioned, it was probably two weeks ago when he was asked about it again. He's like, you know, discussions are still ongoing, so he didn't shut the door. Um, but this is going to be Gonzaga's final game in Provo, barring something like that happening or maybe even any future uh, you know, scheduling uh, situations between the two schools. I, I would certainly think the obvious answer is when the Cougars knocked them off in 2020 when they were the number two team. But what are your best memories of this series at the Marriott Center? I love the first – well, it's not at the Marriott Center. I love the first game where it was an NCAA tournament, that Jimmer run. And That's I, right. You know, I, I had watched Gonzaga play – their first round game and I thought there is no way that BYU can beat this team they were just so dominant and then BYU kind of ran them out of the building a little bit and had their little run but uh, I I really enjoyed that 2020 game I mean that that was so I guess the contrast was so stark between you know this building was completely packed going nuts they rushed the floor you had all that great stuff and it was a great win against number two team and then a month later, there was no basketball. You know, it was just yeah. for for a year. It was just no no one in the stands. And it was such a contrast. So, I, you know, that that final memory kind of got me through all those hard times. But uh, yeah, I mean, that was really cool. But I, I loved going up there. I think it was three years in a row beating Gonzaga up there. They had the, you know undefeated season, and and you know whether it's Nate Austin getting a block or Kafusi, you know, making big plays and. And that was really impressive. I mean, BYU doesn't have a lot of wins against Gonzaga, but going up there on their their floor a couple years in a row and beating them, that was really, really impressive. Yesterday on, on BYU Sports Nation, um, I actually, we actually asked Greg this question, so I'm kind of curious your thoughts. Uh, during his media availability this week, Coach Pope had mentioned that, that he and Coach Few have, have sort of talked and like both had admitted they're certainly interested in continuing this series. They don't know what it would look like at all, but... They, they certainly don't want to close the door on, on possibly playing each other in the future. 
would you like to see BYU and Gonzaga continue to play once the Cougars are in the Big 12? Well, I really like this rivalry. I mean, I think it's what great college basketball should be, rivalry should be. I mean, I, I think the teams and the fans are pretty respectful each, of each other. I think Gonzaga appreciates, you know, BYU being in the conference uh, because it lends, you know, better teams and credibility to the conference, which they needed, which, you know, I think they need to get out of it, whether it's Big 12 or somewhere else. I think that they need to make a move with BYU leaving. I think they will. But uh, I, I think it's a, just a great rivalry, and, and we've seen some great basketball. So in that respect, I'd like like to see it. Maybe, maybe we could start it back up after – Coach Few leaves. So that'd be a con- <laughs> condition to resuming the rivalry is, is have him retire because he, he's just incredible what he's been able to do. And I, I think as long as he's there, they're going to be really hard to beat. Yeah, I'm certainly okay. If, I, I don't have an issue not playing Gonzaga if they are going to play. I'm, I'm perfectly fine saying, hey, take a little bit of a break. Let, let's get our bearings <laughs> in the Big 12, and then, then we'll discuss maybe adding another top-tier team to an already really dangerous schedule for the Cougars. Uh, that's that thing about it here. We we're you know we're going to get a taste of Big t- Big Twelve type ball here tonight, and we'll see how BYU measures up. But you're going to have five or six of these games in conference next year, so maybe maybe don't throw another one on for a little while. <laughs> Mark, great stuff as always. Thank you so much for the insight. We'll hear you with Greg coming up in a few minutes. Thanks, my friend. Thanks, my friend. There we go. The great Mark Durant as we get you ready for the Cougars and the Bulldogs. Go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. Back with one more final segment. A couple of games going on right now. We'll update you on what we have. Plus, quick preview of BYU women's basketball. Also, conference play on the road tonight. We'll get to that when we come back on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Let's get you back to Cougar Pregame Live. Here's Jason Shepard. Final segment of Cougar Pregame Live. Jason Shepard in our BYU Radio Studios in Provo, right next door at the Marriott Center. The eighth-ranked Gonzaga Bulldogs in town to face the BYU Cougars. BYU 2-1 and one in the WCC. Gonzaga, a perfect 3-0. and oh. Elsewhere tonight in the WCC, everything... Uh, that will be played tonight has yet to tip. The first game that will tip, uh, and it will tip actually in about 10 minutes from now, St. Mary's will be hosting LMU. St. Mary's also 3-0 and in the WCC. At 8 o'clock Mountain Time, San Diego will be hosting Pepperdine. And then at 9 o'clock, Portland will be taking on the San Francisco Dons at the Childs Center. Elsewhere locally, Everything else also getting ready to tip off in about uh, about 5-10 minutes. Weber State will be on the road at Montana. Utah Tech will be hosting Stephen F. Austin. Southern Utah will be hosting Sam Houston. Uh, the University of Utah won't tip off until 9 o'clock tonight. They're on the road in Los Angeles taking on the UCLA Bruins. And speaking of the Pac-12, they... Uh, have the number nine Arizona Wildcats in action tonight. In fact, uh, they are uh, tipping off also at 9 o'clock Mountain Time. They will be on the road at Oregon State. So besides Gonzaga playing BYU, the uh, the other two teams in the top 25 that will play tonight will be UCLA taking on Utah and the number nine Arizona at Oregon State. Not a lot going on tonight in top 25 college basketball. BYU women's basketball on the road tonight. They are at LMU. 
at Gersten Pavilion. That game will get underway at 8 o'clock. The BYU Cougars have won four games in a row, and they've won three of those in conference. So a really nice uh, turnaround over the uh, last couple of games for BYU women's basketball. Again, that will get underway at 8 o'clock Mountain Time. We will be following that, and I will updating you be updating you with scores throughout the evening. All right, coming up next, back over to the Marriott Center, the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show with Greg Grubel. Coming your way, you're listening to BYU Basketball on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's time to get the inside scoop on today's game. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show, brought to you by Zions Bank. For the support you need to power forward, Zions Bank is for you. Now let's head back to the Built Bar courtside seats and join the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening, Cougar basketball fans. Welcome courtside inside the Marriott Center on the BYU campus in Provo, Utah. Tonight, for the final time, As a member of the West Coast Conference, BYU renews its rivalry with Gonzaga on the home hardwoods. It's been almost three years since a memorable Marriott Center home court storm that still represents the last time that BYU beat the Zags. It's been five consecutive Gonzaga victories since. The Cougs are tonight out to stop that streak and other Gonzaga streaks. The Zags really do come rolling into Provo. I am Greg Rubel with your play-by-play call tonight. With me is my broadcast partner for the last 26 seasons, the beloved former BYU hoopster himself, Mark Durant. And uh, Mark, before tonight, every time a Mark Pope coached BYU team took on Gonzaga, the Zags were ranked either first or second in the nation. Tonight, BYU gets a huge break because Gonzaga's only ranked eighth this time around. Well, let's just chalk up a victory for the Cougars then. Because piece of cake, right? I mean... Listen, this Gonzaga team is great. They're, they are, they're, every year they're great. As long as Coach Few is there, they're going to be great. Yeah, I, they, you know, you look last week, they struggled a little bit on the road. and when, I mean, They won, of course, but they didn't win by 25 like they normally do. And they have three losses to very good teams. But, I mean, they're, they're more vulnerable than they have been. But that's it's like a 95% chance instead of a 99% chance that they're going to Anyway, the point is it's a great program, but this is a great opportunity. I think it's a good time. I was reading through the notes, Greg. Last time BYU got a victory against the number eight team in the country, well, Devin Durant had 35 points for a big victory. So I, I took that as a good sign. Uh, uh, I just talked to Nate Cooper. I take that as a good sign because yeah. he used to play Utah, and, and he was a kid that didn't, didn't take any guff from anybody and got after it, which is what you're going to need to do tonight against Gonzaga. I, I think with this environment, the team's playing pretty good. I, I just would like to see a really competitive game, and I think we're going to get that tonight, and that'll be a lot of fun. My pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope is coming your way next as the Zions Bank Cougar pregame coaches show continues live from the Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. This is the Cougar Pregame Coaches Show. For more with head coach Mark Pope, let's rejoin Greg Rubel. We've got BYU in number eight, Gonzaga. Straight ahead, Zags looking to extend to 92 games. What? <laughs> 92 games, their win streak over unranked teams. They've also won 34 in a row in the month of January. And they come into tonight's game on a current nine-game win streak overall. Time now for my pregame conversation with BYU head coach Mark Pope, presented by Zions Bank. 
for the support you need to power forward. Zions Bank is for you. And Coach Pope tonight talks about how this season's Gonzaga team compares to the other versions that his BYU teams have faced over the last three seasons. Well, Drew Timmy is a common denominator. He's uh, And really, Aaron Watts and those two guys have been such a key to this deal uh, since since the day we got here and they're still playing at a really really elite level um, they still push hard in transition they still punish on the glass and Drew Timmy is still a conundrum that nobody in the country's figured out really minus maybe Baylor and um, so they pose a lot of the same challenges they always have are there any differences from your last scouts against them um, yeah, you know, um, this Nemhard was a magician, and he's showing it at the next level also, just about how he would um, – he just had such an incredible thrust in transition. Uh, he was such a veteran player, and he just – man, he just would tear us apart with every different ball screen read. He would kind of um, tear us up. And so, you know, they don't have his experience in the backcourt, but they got a ton of experience. I mean, you think about it, you know um, – we're here at home in the Marriott Center, and, and Drew Timmy and Watson have played in front of more sellout crowds here than my <laughs> starting point guard and my starting two guard. So, um, so it's, uh, it's an interesting deal. Nolan Hickman's now the guy they kind of trust to run the show for. Yeah, really, really talented, uh, is growing every single day, uh, made huge plays at Santa Clara to help them win that game. Um, he's going to be a great talent, just young. What does it say about this team? They went on the road last week, were down double digits at both places in rabid you know, environments and came back in one bowl. Yeah, you know, li- listen, that's the hardest road trip in our league right now is is going San Francisco, Santa Clara, back to back. And so uh, they weathered that really, really well, had to fight to earn it. Both games were incredibly physical, um, and they, they stretched the zags. They actually um, got more aggressive as the game went on defensively. And um, so it was a great challenge for them, and they, they stepped up to the challenge like they usually do. What do you feel pretty confident about your ability to do against this team tonight? Well, we, um, you know, we're relying so much on our defense right now, and so uh, these, guys, these Zags pose a unique challenge to us. Um, you know, they have a couple, couple problems that, that it's been hard for everybody in the country to, to answer, so they're going to really, really test us in transition defense. Uh, they're going to really, really test us with Drew Timmy. And so... Um, uh, it's gonna it's gonna pose a real um, challenge for our bigs, for Foose and Atiki, and and for our rotations. We'll throw a bunch of different looks at them and, and see where we go. But our defense has been a staple that we've been able to rely on, especially over this last ten games, and we expect to be able to have some success defensively tonight. Also, same starting five from the weekend for you. Yep. How's Noah coming along with that shoulder? He's doing good. He's going to play tonight. Um, you know, it's kind of it's kind of one of those things. That every time he takes a hit, it's it's pretty painful. But he's okay, and it's 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 not going to get any worse. So um, he'll fight through it. At a first Marriott Center sellout of the season, it should be fun. Yeah, the crowds have been here unbelievable all all year long. Uh, it's it's going to be really fun to have the student section back after Christmas break. But it's a special gym. It's an incredible venue. It just is incredible. It's it's you know there's less and less venues like this yeah. in the country every single year. And so uh, the fact that we get to do this again tonight is pretty excited. Thank you again. We'll talk to you post-game. Good luck. Thanks, you. And that's Mark Pope leading us into tonight's keys to the game brought to you by your local Ford stores. BYU basketball is built Ford proud. Mark Durant, what are your keys for the Cougs and the Zags? This, this Gonzaga team is a high-powered offense. They a top shooting team in the country. They score 86 points a game, so you have to slow that game down. Although most games BYU wants to speed it up. They want to slow it down. If Gonzaga's over 70 or, or in the 80s, that BYU will lose. they got to be in the you know, late, uh, high 60s and 70s to have a chance in this one. So that's number one. Number two is th- this is a team that really likes to turn you over and get buckets in transition. They're incredibly fast in transition. BYU struggled with transition defense. 
you've got to get back. You've got to talk. You've got to find people and make sure you don't get beat. And they do, they do that out of turnovers. They do it out of missed threes that are long. They just go, go, go. And you need to be able to stop that, turn it, and play half-court defense. If you can do that, you'll, you'll have at least a chance against the Zags. Those are Mark's keys. As we go to break, we invite you to go to BigOtires.com and make an appointment at one of 50 locally owned and operated Utah locations. Big O Tires, the team you trust. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show coming up next, live from the Marriott Center in Provo, Utah, on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. It's almost time to hit the hardwood. This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show, brought to you by the BYU Store, official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Also brought to you by the BYU Creamery, the classic BYU tradition. Have a scoop today. Also by Siegfried and Jensen. Siegfried and Jensen has been helping Utah families for over 30 years. Now let's head live to the Built Bar courtside seats and join Mark Durant alongside the voice of the Cougars, Greg Rubel. Good evening once again, Cougar Nation. We are coming your way live from the Marriott Center for BYU and Gonzaga. 31st all-time meeting in a series. The Zags lead 23-7 in the WCC era. The series stands 22-6 in the Zags' favor. BYU 3-8 in Provo, 3-8 in Spokane. And these two teams will meet at the Kennel four weeks from Saturday in their last ever WCC regular season get-together. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show brought to you by the BYU Store. Official outfitter of BYU fans everywhere. Greg Grubel and Mark Durant with you for play-by-play and commentary. Studio host is Jason Shepard. Terry South is our coordinating producer. Corbin Radford and Seth Larson serving as our control board operators. Our BYU radio engineer, Barry Squires. And you are tuned in on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Led by our satellite radio flagship, BYU Radio, Sirius XM 143. And our over-the-air flagship KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM in Salt Lake City. We are also on the BYU Radio app and at BYUradio.org. Plenty of ways to tune us in. Well, tonight's game is the first game of a two-game home set. This after BYU played three of its first four WCC games on the road. Yes, BYU was the only league team with three away games over the first two weekends, but BYU drew the conference's 5th, 8th, ninth, and 10th ranked teams in net, and BYU's three wins were against the 8, 9, and 10 teams. Now things get interesting, and if the Cougars are going to hang around near the top of the WCC, these next three weeks will be crucial. The Cougs' next five games include Gonzaga tonight at home, Santa Clara and USF on the road, which Mark Pope says is the toughest WCC road swing this year, and then St. Mary's at home in the next game. Tough stretch, Mark, starts tonight. Yeah, really tough. I mean, you talk about the top half of the West Coast Conference. That's really, really solid teams. And going on the road to Santa Clara and San Francisco, just ask Gonzaga how, how tough that was. I mean, that really pushed this Gonzaga team. And so, you know, it's it's certainly tough, but it's also a great opportunity. If you manage to win a couple games, even split that road trip, I think would be a good accomplishment for BYU. And then if you can take care of business at home against teams like St. Mary's, you will be at the top of the conference competing you know, for, for the, the, the top two or three spots. If you don't take care of business, it, it could be a long couple of weeks for BYU. Coming up after this break, we'll hear from Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson when the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off show continues live from Provo's Marriott Center on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.
This is the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's head back courtside and rejoin Greg Rubel. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show ahead of BYU and Gonzaga. Zags have uh, won the last five games in this series, and they come in on a nine-game win streak overall. They're ranked eighth nationally at 14-3. and Their only three losses are in quad one. In fact, since the advent of the net four seasons ago, Gonzaga has never lost a game outside of quad one, ever. They are perfect in quads two, three, and four. And tonight's game is a quad two game for the visitors. A short time ago, I spoke with the Zags' lead assistant, Ryan Michelson, about what makes the Zags arguably the best team in college basketball when it comes to simply taking care of business. I I hadn't realized that. I knew quads three and four, but to to not have a quad two loss is pretty impressive. And it's something we talk a lot about, and you touched on it. It's the consistency. To to be great, to win league championships, you got to do it every night. And and so it's something we try and talk about all year round at practice and then obviously on game days. You know, we got to bring our best every night. And and we know that, especially with, with what our games mean to these other teams. So just trying to find that focus every night. With the standards set so high, how is this year's Gonzaga program comparing to recent versions you know some of those teams have been pretty special as as you look back over the years and this team's plugging right along i mean with the schedule we've had to to just have three losses to be on this little win streak we're on uh with the neutral sites games we played the road games i'm happy with where we're at you know um obviously lost two huge pieces uh, in chet holmgren and andrew nimhard who were special players you know up there with the better players we've ever had at this program and and so uh, you know, you don't replace those guys one for one. you got to replace them by committee, and I think slowly but surely we're starting to develop some roles in that, and uh, especially on the offensive end, I think we found a nice rhythm. A lot of different ways to win games. Lately, you've been coming from behind after trailing maybe a little more than we're used to seeing Gonzaga trail, but in the end, it's the end result, and you guys have been nails when it matters. Yeah, I've been really happy with the guys and how we've responded. Not happy with the starts, like you said. Those have not been good, and we, we can't afford to keep doing that, especially tonight, that's for sure. But um, the guys have responded to adversity, and, and earlier in the year, I don't know that we did that. Some of those early games, we got behind and we folded a little bit, and, and these, especially this last weekend at San Francisco, at Santa Clara, they, they both had us down pretty good, and they're both good teams, and uh, we really responded with a poise and a toughness that was impressive. Okay, a couple scouting notes for yeah. BYU. Uh, you know, it's a, it's a different group without Barcelo, who's obviously yeah. such a great player, but uh, very defensive-driven. You know, I have been impressed not only by their defensive numbers, but, but what I've seen out of them defensively um, has been really good, especially this last eight or nine games. You know, I think uh, I think Foose has continued. Uh, he was kind of a double-double machine last year, but just such soft hands, good touch inside, monster on the glass. Uh, I think, obviously, he's taken on an even more prominent role. Uh, getting George back was big. You know, I think his his mismatch kind of ability at the 3-4, never quite knowing where he is. And then the transfers have done a great job. Robinson can shoot it. Williams is a really quick, uh, aggressive guard, which obviously with Lucas and Barcelo leaving, I think they really needed. And and Waterman, I mean, to have a, a seven-footer that can shoot threes is is always a nice thing. So it's an interesting balance of, you know, two guys I think that came back and really, really – um, you know, bought into bigger roles and then uh, some really nice transfers. And then obviously getting Hall back, uh, I know, uh, you know, has helped him here and, and he's looked really good for a true freshman. And finally, coach, last time in this building for at least the foreseeable future. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, I've been in this league a long time. I don't know what this is, 10, 12 straight trips to this place. And, and it's special. I mean, we've been all over and this is as good as atmosphere, if not the best that we've ever faced. Um, so it is a little bit bittersweet. We've had some battles in here. We've <laughs> taken some lumps in here. Um, 
but it is also some place that you look forward to coming to because you know that that it's going to be a special crowd and a great arena so uh, obviously you know you guys moving on to, to the Big 12 is, is awesome for, for the entire university's athletic departments and, and exciting, but uh, you know something that we'll miss doing every year is coming down here. Well, thank you again for the time. We'll see you back in Spokane. All right, thank you. All right, that is Gonzaga assistant coach Brian Michelson. The BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on right after this on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. Welcome back to the Cougar Tip-Off Show. Let's rejoin Craig Rubel. All right, so BYU and Gonzaga coming up just after the, top, the bottom of the hour, uh, 7.40 p.m. They've uh, switched the uh, tip time to 7.40 tonight. It's uh, one of four games on the WCC slate. LMU at St. Mary's, and St. Mary's an early two-point lead there, 13-11. Pepperdine playing at San Diego. San Francisco playing in Portland in our game here tonight. Pacific and Santa Clara are off tonight. Uh, BYU and Pacific coming into the night tied for third in league at 3-1. and one. Gonzaga and St. Mary's sitting atop the WCC at 3-0. and oh. Both teams are NCAA tournament locks, the Zags and the Gales. It'll take some doing for a third team to dance this season. Mark, the NCAA tourney as of right now is kind of a pipe dream for BYU, but the NIT would be a solid achievement for this team, and that's no lock yet either. There's work to be done to play in the postseason. Well, last year, Greg, I mean, it seemed like BYU was a lock for the NCAA tournament, kind of played their way out of it, so I'm hoping that you know somehow you can play your way into the conversation. Obviously, it would start with a win tonight against Gonzaga. That would go a long way and take care of business against St. Mary's as well, not have any slip-ups, but I mean, it, it's still there for BYU. I Obviously, this team has had its ups and downs. It's a little bit of a question mark from night to night what team we're going to see. But if BYU can really start putting it together, they can at least be in the, in the conversation for the NIT, which I agree would be a good accomplishment for this team. But who knows? A lot of crazy things happen. You get a win tonight against Gonzaga. Maybe we'll start thinking about some other things. Of course, it's always nice to go to Vegas with a realistic shot to win the tournament and get to the dance that way. It's just that Gonzaga has been so automatic there in, in, yeah. for so long. You'd have to do something really special and then pull a kind of a St. Mary's and beat them in the championship game, which we know from experience is very difficult to do. Final thoughts before tip-off coming your way next. This is the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network. The Cougar Tip-Off Show rolls on. Let's head back live courtside. All right, the BYU and Gonzaga straight ahead. Offense is not this team's calling card, this BYU team's calling card. Mark, they're getting it down on the defensive end. Last eight games, eight consecutive games, allowing 66 points or fewer. BYU's been winning and losing some lower-scoring games. Just last, just last week, they go to L.A., lose 64-59, win 68-48. to That's kind of BYU basketball right now. And as you noted, the Zags are averaging 86 points a game. If the Zags score their average, it'll be very, very tough for BYU yeah. to hang in this game. But like you said, you get this thing into the 70s, perchance the 60s, and that's where BYU needs things to be right now. 
They'll have to do a good job on Timmy. That'll start with Foose. He's been very good on the post defensively, but Timmy kind of had his way against BYU Big Men last year. you got to make him just shoot over the top, make it a little difficult for him, and then you've really got to slow down that transition. I'm telling you, they want to turn you over, get you going fast, get you frustrated, make you make this bad decisions, even take bad threes that are long threes. That's like a turnover for them. They're off the races. That's how they play. They speed you up. They get you nervous. They get you, you know, it's, it gets exciting, and you... And that, that they thrive on that. So it's going to be a real challenge to just play slow and poised for BYU. You know, Gonzaga's had some of these one-loss and two-loss seasons recently. They've already lost three games this year. So, yeah, maybe it's not the elite, elite level of Mark Few's programs, but this is still Gonzaga basketball. Yes. And, and still, I mean, again, they've won nine in a row coming in two tonight. They don't lose in January. Streak after streak, 91 consecutive wins against unranked teams. BYU comes in unranked to this one. You've got to play your very best to have a shot. Well... Uh, I don't know if it's the honor code, but BYU's been really good at streak busting. We saw it in New Mexico a long time ago when we first started this, Greg, and they've done it to Gonzaga a couple times, so maybe maybe another one here tonight. All right, tip off of BYU and Gonzaga coming up next. This has been the BYU Store Cougar Tip-Off Show on the new skin, BYU Sports Network.